0: God is center everywhere, circumference nowhere. How did God create the universe, really? He was not a carpenter who could get out there and buy his wood to make a table. There was nothing in existence except his consciousness. He had to produce it all out of consciousness. How did he do it? It couldn't be here, looking downward into his nothingness. He had to become everything. That's why I said, God is center everywhere, circumference nowhere. God is everything. But he brought out of his consciousness what we call reality, which is really just his dream. You and I are his dream. His nature is bliss. His nature is perfect. Satchadalanda, absolute existence consciousness, ever new bliss. And out of that bliss you and I have come, and that's why we all look for one thing in life. We look for happiness. We look for that bliss that we've lost. But our reality is that, and we will never be satisfied with money, fame, power, nothing until we have found that bliss. Look at the world. Look at history. So many people with so many ambitions And yet, none of them have ever said, I've achieved what I want. Except one class of people. Those who have found God have said, I've found everything I was ever seeking. They are willing to give up their lives to help other people to find that same truth. Because bliss is what all of us are really looking for. And we think bliss will be found in a little bit of human fulfillment and so on. But everything is a compromise. Nothing gives you what you want. You will always be. Because how could God create this universe? He had to do it on the principle of duality. It's a vibration, really, of consciousness. And that vibration is like an ocean. When the wave goes up, there has to be a corresponding trough. You can't have any wave changing the level of the ocean. That level has to be there. So for every joy, there has to be a sorrow. For every plus, there has to be a minus. For light, there has to be darkness. Everything in life... You will find this if you—I remember years ago, and it was a really interesting experience to me because I know these teachings, but I had always dreamed of having a motorhome and going around the country and teaching and sharing music and so on with people. And we finally got this motorhome, and I sat back and laughed and laughed. I was so pleased. And I knew in my mind I've allowed myself to become emotionally pleased. I'm going to have to pay for it. And I didn't, I, did, I just assumed that of course I would pay for it. Well that very evening, when I, I was on, my, uh, on one knee, reaching up into a cabinet above there, and Vidura, who was driving, had thought he was uh, stationary, but it was in a parking lot, gradually moving forward, so softly that you couldn't feel it, until bang, it hit the side of a supermarket. And, <laughs> I was thrown forward onto the ground, broke a finger <laughs> and I had such a good laugh over that. You know, when you see that trouble comes to you, you have to tell yourself, this is great fun, it's showing me something. Don't get all that distraught and desperate about it because you know that every time, this is a law of life, every time you give in to the exuberance of a success, you will have to have the same kind of failure and you must reach that point where you're completely in yourself and untouched and you may think well it'll make me just apathetic how can you enjoy life the truth is when you can enjoy it in yourself you're much happier everything when suffering comes it's it's good fun really as long as you can be detached from yourself nothing really matters i had to I broke a tooth a few years ago in Assisi, where I was living, and we have a center there, too. And uh, it was on New Year's, so I couldn't go to the dentist that day. But the next day I went, and it was right in the front here, broke it off at the gum line. And he said, well, it's going to take four visits. First of all, I have to reach in there and kill the nerve. Then I have to sort of drill a post into your jaw, and then I have to do different things before I finally can stick the, stick the old tooth back onto the other four visits. I said, look, I don't want to keep coming back here, just do it now. He said, oh, it's going to hurt a lot. I said, don't worry, I don't I don't even want anesthesia. I was just thinking, well, I've lived a long life, and this is just a few moments in that big panorama, who cares? And so I was letting him go ahead and do it, and he cut the nerve and was showing it to some friends. I. Kept my eyes closed. <laughs> then he drilled this post in there, and in, in, a year, in, a, in an hour I was fine, and it didn't hurt me, because I accepted that it would probably hurt a little bit, but it's a, a small thing. Don't let, big, don't let momentary experiences throw you for a loop. This is what life is all about. In fact, there is always a certain amount of pleasure in misery, and a certain amount of misery in pleasure. When you're, when you're very happy with something, there's always a thought, oh, but it won't last, <laughs> isn't it? And I remember years ago, I was at Carnegie Hall. I had gone that day to get a little dictation machine, and the salesman r- recorded it into it to make sure it worked, and it was fine. He didn't turn it back to the beginning. Anyway, I was at this concert, and I was thinking Rafael Kubelitz was directing. and. Uh, In the middle of a movement between, uh, I think it was a smith and a symphony, I thought, well, let me see if this dictation machine will even record something at a distance. So I reached in there and pushed the button, I pushed the wrong button. (laughs) The whole hall was filled with, hello, testing, one, two. You know, moments of supreme embarrassment, don't come that often. <laughs> he reached four before I could find the stop button. And even at that moment of his extreme embarrassment, I was thinking with self-congratulation, what a story this will be. <laughs> You'll find some woman, was. she went to Yogananda, and she described this harrowing operation she had had. And finally, he thought, well, my goodness, she's still suffering from it. It must have been just last week. He said, When did you have this operation? Oh, 20 years ago. (laughs) Why live in those? Why live in such things? You can live at peace and be happy all the time if you understand that your reality is not in this world, which changes from day to night, from heat to cold, from joy to sorrow, from success to failure. This is the nature of reality. Don't, get, don't let yourself become identified with anything that goes on, but understand that inside there is a reality that never changes.